Contact with the viral star to go to Marcus video, you know, from back in 2008, and they went through. I put the link below this on the YouTube and below this on all streaming services uh, where you listen to it. But they pretty much, you know, went around, got all the people. It's only three people. Got the people together, you know, what I'm saying, had them speak about. You watched uh, the whole the documentary. Doc you watched the whole documentary. I watched the whole documentary. Uh, How long is this documentary? 30 minutes. I'll take I'll take 30 minutes out of my life to watch about a viral video that I thought was uh, very ratchet, but you definitely saw that they were they were doing the best they could. And uh, it's not the most creative video you've ever seen with all the most effects, but they was, you know, they was, they were some people. Obviously, you find out in the documentary, they from Lafayette, Louisiana. You know, they got this place after Katrina. You know, you you hear about their whole story in the documentary. You get to see that they are a ratchet family, just like my ratchet family. And you get to see that, you know, they they do, you know, X, Y, and Z, just like I do X, Y, and Z. And I thought it was beautiful for that production company from Kansas who doesn't have to actually understand them to not try to give you a narrative about their story and just show them as the people they are. You want me to tell you how I felt about this? I watched the clip you sent me okay. about this being a full documentary, documentary and I was like, yo, my first problem Right, my first problem was this nigga referred to himself as a star. <laughs> is he is he not a star? No, nigga, he's not a star. The video before it got deleted had like nine million views. He's not a star. The bro. The, the production the the screamer the screen grab that's put back up has like ten million views. He's not a star. And this is this is in no way trying to be like a hater. It's just like, bro. Realize what you what you were. 
He was like, I'm a star of the DeMarcus video, which I guess in, in context, he is correct. But ultimately, it's like, bro, just vibe. Like, let's be let's be humble. You was in this DeMarcus video. You were DeMarcus. And it is what it is. So, wait. But then I did not need a whole documentary about where he is now. Like, there are a lot of niggas that I want to know where they are right now. Top three. Give me a top three. Cisco. Okay. I want to know where the fuck Cisco is right now. All right, number two. Number two would have to be... Stop. Uh, go. The, the people who started the no. fight for Malice in the Palace. That, that documentary. It's, it's coming out. So I'm, It doesn't I'm, come out. It's already out. I watched that too, but I didn't want to make that part of this episode. Okay. So, so I'm going to figure out exactly where they are. My third person... We'll drop them at some point in time in the episode, whoever my three is. But what number one? Are you as which way you was counting that from the top? Number one, the the person you want to know the most. I want to know where Cisco, Cisco is. Okay. Yeah, that's my that's that's my number one person right now where I'm like, yo, where is Cisco at? I I like the fact to find out that not only was the girl in the video his sister. Thought that was like, oh, okay, well, that's that's what the fuck we do. Shit, I can't find another nigga. I my got brother. my third person. Go ahead, fuck it. The, the nigga, the fat nigga from Drumline. Okay. That 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 has like the the lip strap. Uh, that's that's in like the 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 battle. The nigga that looks way too in. old to actually be in Drumline. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know where he is. That is my third person in life. That I need to find Not out. Not to kill that nigga off, but in Drumline, he was like 70 at that point in time. That nigga could be on the other side. Like, no, man. I, I don't think he's that far gone. And look, man, I, I hope y'all have some other people that y'all are looking for. But ultimately, those are those are my three people off the top of my head since I got like... Those are the people that you was like, yeah, oh, like where find these niggas? Yeah, like, bro, I, but like real shit, I want to know. Like, nobody else wants to know where the fat nigga from Drumline is. But like, I legitimately want to know that. I've been on that for like months. Trying to find out where he Try, is. Um, so what you did? You IMDb to go down a rabbit hole to find out if you've been anything else. I did nothing. You have done no research I at just, all. You just <laughs> keep putting it out there in the atmosphere. I just want okay. somebody to tell me. I want somebody else to feel the same way. Like, yo, it's cause I ain't like. Yeah. Is he straight? Like, this man hit you up. If anybody knows the fat nigga from Drumline, <laughs> please contact. Also, K Reese on Instagram and let him know that that nigga's, you know. Working somewhere to keep his family alive. Like, you gotta be right. Like, I have a phone number too. Um, Most of the people who watch this, y'all have my phone number. Okay. So, but I said, you know, <laughs> why are you about to get? How far are you about to go? Wait, I said, for a moment, like, whoa. About to two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. Call my daughter on the phone. You tripping? Nah, I wasn't gonna get. Hey. Hey, you know we was kids, we was calling this number like and it was really just you know, it was like a I think I was like too young to call to I up, think like, I was too young to call Mike Jones. Like I didn't I didn't It was a promo line anyway, but yeah. you know like oh you finna But now it now I think if you call it it is his number. Like he always had access to the phone, but yeah. it was always just a promo line. But now, you yeah, know, he just wants somebody to talk. He's to. in a different level of, you know, life, <laughs> so he can pick up this phone now. That's a whole. That's a whole other video. Niggas yeah. calling Mike Jones, being like, "What's up, bro? Hey, is this Mike Jones? I'm tripping. I went out to Houston. I should have called Mike Jones. Like, 
Because there was a real, I had a issue out there, and I feel like Mike Jones could have helped me with my issue I was having. He could have pointed you in a direction. He could have got me at least connected with somebody to help me with the issue I was having. Not to slander Houston, but if you come to Metro Atlanta and you have issues, like I had issues in Houston, you won't have that issue I had. You know what I'm saying? But teachers on. Alright, so just to, just to progress here. Alright, so when you think about niggas that you ain't gonna try, I'm never gonna try Mike Tyson in the fight. I don't care how old this nigga is. Even when you old, you still got your power. You still gonna come with it. Michael Jordan. I'm not challenging this nigga one on one. He's still six foot six. I'm still five foot ten in platform shoes. You know what I'm saying? So let's be clear. You saying Bolt ain't the nigga I'm finna come at. I don't care what. Let's be clear. A nigga who won the 100 meters this year would have came in fifth place in the last Olympics where you saying Bolt won. That was that was the Italian dude, ain't it? Yeah, a, a Italian Lamont. Yeah, nah. <laughs> my boy, my boy, he having some identity issues. He's not having identity issues. The Etruscans founded. Italy after leaving North Africa. There's nothing wrong with what Lamont was. This nigga was from Texas. He might be, but you gotta get in where you can fit in. No, you know what I'm saying? What Olympic team by the way from Texas out here running for Italy? No, my boy, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like I look, I understand how it works out, and you just go it. I, I don't like you go and pick who you want to play for or whatever. But like, no, my boy from Texas. His name Lamont. That sounds like an old Texas nigga name. Like, come on, my boy. Like, that's crazy. Okay. But beyond that, if you really want to go crazy, would you challenge Usain Bolt to a race? Not me. Even if you were Tyreek Hill, you challenge Usain Bolt to a race. I mean, it's Tyreek. I, I feel like you got room to just explore. And I feel like you can get people to pay for that as well. Like if, if it is paid content, let's say you charge your people like $2 to watch that race. It might not be very long, but I know I'm going to at least pay $2. I will bootleg the stream that costs $50 on pay-per-view to watch Usain Bolt race Tyreek Hill in a, in a race that's going to last 10 seconds. I, what the, what are you talking about? That number is too short. $2. What, they they going to put that on Patreon? No. They going to go just like they do that freaking golf match with uh, Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson every year on freaking pay-per-view. That's the same thing they would do, right? They, and then, you know, they would have other things going on. They would let Snoop Dogg host it. You know how they do on, on Trilla? I gave you my number. Anything over $2, I don't give a fuck. You were going to yeah. bootleg stream it anyway if you were to even watch the race that was going to pop up no. on no. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna watch like, it there. I, right, like, what are you talking about? It you, you don't gotta cap for me. Yeah, I'm just saying that's I'm not just a gonna, real number. I'm just gonna no no no. My number is two dollars. Two dollars. <laughs> I pay for it. You got me. I'm in here. So you put a you go to somebody party that they having for the Usain Bolt race and, and shoot two dollars for entry fee. That you saying? It depends. Like if that's my nigga, then I mean I'm. I'm what if you my nigga? You drive me two dollars to go to your fucking party that you pay fifty dollars for the fucking Usain Bolt event. Look. Like, what whatever, look, man. People, people. I'm already bringing look, a bottle. I. And I'm probably bringing some issues. I, with a friend, Alex, who was on here, run a business. So at the end of the day, pay for my product. If this is what you're charging me, I, I look, I respect it. Here's your money. I'm a go owner by my Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Quay ATL. Um, 
What the fuck? Uh, could you explain to me what the fuck you do at Koye together real quick while you just break into this? You saying both things? I mean, simply, man, we just create dope shit that inspires motherfuckers. Like, I, I, I don't want to make it deep. It's not deep. We are intentional, is what y'all. Currently, that's that's what this collection is. It's be intentional. It's a reminder uh, for anybody, and no matter where you at in life, whatever you're doing, there are days where it just it's not hitting the same way. So sometimes you need that constant reminder when your head's down. You look at your socks. All right, be intentional. Let me get on top of my stuff. If I if I need to eat better, let me eat better. If I need to uh, read more, let me read more. If I need to drink more water, let me drink more water. If I need to work out, let me work out. Whatever it is, but it's it's all of those things along it, you know, along with, with more. So like that's just where we are right now. That was one of the first things that we stopped on, and uh, we got something else coming very very soon. So you know, it's, it's no stop. Hey. Anybody, anybody that bought a pair of socks, I fucking love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all overshot where we thought or what we thought we were gonna do. I'm fucking retarded. Could you, could you spell it out for me? What you mean? Like, what it, the the site, like, in the in the pages on uh, social media? Could you? Oh yeah, man. Everything is at Koi ATL. How's that spelled? K O I. K -O -I. Uh huh. ATL.com uh, and then on Instagram it's KOI uh, dot ATL. Okay, and you'll you'll find us there, man. And uh, look, socks up there. Be intentional. Currently, uh, appreciate it. Like I said, man. He, yeah. That's, you said it's KOI dot ATL on Instagram. Yeah. And KOI ATL dot com for sure on the website. Yeah, y'all know where we at. Hmm. I hope I hope they got that because I'm retarded and I feel like I got it. <laughs> okay. Alright. And I meant that in the derogatory way, like not the yeah. Like the old school 1900s yeah. when you're saying retarded. Yeah. Like when you can say retarded and not get canceled. Yeah. There's a lot of words that I won't digress on right now. But Dan on Dan Patrick's show, Usain Bolt was on there. Dan Patrick asked Usain Bolt how he felt. Um, because he was getting challenged on Twitter by Tyreek Hill. What he said was Tyreek Hill bumping into him. And every time you bump into Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill be running his mouth off. And Tyreek, right, Tyreek Hill be feeling on himself. No disrespect. Like, the man is fast. Like, we watch the man, you know what I'm saying, in the NFL. He, he be having to slow down for Patrick Mahomes, who has a cannon to throw him the ball. No disrespect to either one of them people. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Usain Bolt. All of these people respected at what they do. The greatest at, at what they do. You know what I'm saying? Really. Actually. Um... Usain Bolt on that Patrick, um, he was actually coy about his abilities, but what he said was, and this was this was a flex. It's a flex to say that you ran a four-two-two in sweats. That right, like you know what I'm saying? That's a flex. That's a flex. Let's let's be clear. If you ain't never been to Five Mouth Jamaica, like you can't go through Five Mouth Jamaica without anybody explaining to you. The road that Usain Bolt used to run on It's, it's the main road through Falmouth It's the main road that go all the way around Jamaica Usain Bolt used to just run this road um, Let's be clear If you run on the road in Jamaica You a tough ass nigga to begin with um, So When he like Wins the Olympics and you see him Looking back to see if there's other niggas In this race with him It's just a chance that this might not be the thing for you what Usain Bolt said was, I run that nigga in a 70. I run 70 meters, 40, 
a 40 yard dash, whatever you want, right? You know what I'm saying? Listen, just to be clear and take this back to what I was saying, I'm not challenging Mike Tyson to a fight. I'm not challenging Michael Jordan to basketball. I'm not challenging Usain Bolt to running backwards. Let's be, there's, I'm not coming for this man. That's what he does. This, this is, this is not what he does. You, like, you know how certain people is put on the earth to do certain things? Usain Bolt is on this earth to dust you. Duh. There's no misunderstanding about that. You can easily see that. You just wanted to know where my price where it sets. Good. Anything other than that, I, I'll see the highlights on Instagram. Like, they're going to be able to show you the whole race in the story. <laughs> I mean, that's all it is. I mean, that's, that's where I caught the majority of the Olympics. Like, no disrespect, but like, I knew the Olympics were on and didn't watch them. I was like, all right, let me just, let me just, this, this year I was out of it as much as possible. And I think a, a piece of that boils into like a lot of last year. Like when we talk about last year, all the things that people were like mentally a part of, like I couldn't then like dive myself into being an American. Like I was a little detached from that. I was a little away from that, but I was glad to see that they, they finally poured it out of basketball because boy okay okay during a break at the end of the first quarter damian lillard pulls a full court shot that looked true like it it almost went in it doesn't matter they were already up four this, this against france in the gold medal game the best part is they cut to a highlight because you know it's the end of the quarter and they're going to break anyway when they cut to the highlight the announcer calls kevin durant captain america <laughs> no shade you know what i'm saying i I just don't feel like Kevin Durant is qualified to be Captain America, and for the for the reasons of Who what you're saying. No, no, no. I'm 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 more on the direction of what you're saying. We spent 2020 not saying that um, people of color in America are disassociated. We're not monolithic. We don't all feel the same way. For for every you know. Uh, Michael Eric Dyson, there's a Candace Owens. You know, all all platforms aren't even, all spaces aren't even. But for what you're saying, when it comes to I spent last year not knowing not knowing if I was accepted as an American, that's completely different than when it's time for this uh event when it's time for uh, American representation, what does America represent? And you hear that a lot when you go abroad. When, when I go to Jamaica, when people go to Paris, when you go to Mexico, I'm an American there. Okay guys, back to the playroom. Okay. <laughs> while, while we're in the middle of this crash, I just realized I have on my school shirt. Can you give me like a good blur? <laughs> I can. I, I'll blur you out. Okay. Well, um, as long as you can give me a good blur, we're, we are we are good to go. But like like I want I want like a good like a good sensor. You might as well sit like you might as well sensor, sensor my just face. Get, no, just leave eyes <laughs> for for a portion of the video. Like that that might as well be how we rocking. Like man, 
Forget it, bro. You got to just try something different sometimes. But, no, nah, bro. Ultimately, here's the thing. I understand our disassociation with being American. But then also, I think the problem in that is we don't be acting American enough sometimes. Like, we have the credit and the opportunity to do these things but we don't really take advantage of them because sometimes we're so inside of ourselves like oh they did all of this no nah, bro it's time to just really start taking advantage of all of the things that we're supposed to do like hey i got the right to bear arms i'm gonna have all of them you know what i'm saying okay. like if, okay. if if i have the freedom of speech then i'm gonna talk mine but then i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna push it you know the where where I think it the where I think it can go like that is that is that like it's what? a it is a piece of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I think we don't. My man made it through two amendments. <laughs> so go ahead. No, no, do you want me to keep going? I don't want you to keep going, but but I, no, I'm saying I'm yeah, saying I'm saying I'm saying full I'm, I'm saying taking yeah. I'm taking full advantage of of it because if we're gonna continue to strip ourselves, it's not like we're gonna be like immediately accepted elsewhere. So it's not a thing where we can just detach. We, we, we can't detach. Either we're going to have to go in and address what needs to be addressed and do it, or you're, you're going to put yourself in a situation to be fighting for this placement elsewhere, which I understand, I recognize, I realize, but ultimately there has to be something, there, there has to be a time where we're going to be like, nah, man, fuck this. This is just as much ours. We put as much blood, sweat, and tears into this. Mm. Probably more. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So exactly. So how can we then not feel as if this belongs to us? Well, I mean, if if I have to pick out an issue for real, it's the fact that we ask for it. And I don't ever feel like black people have to ask. I feel like we should just start doing that's that's exactly what I, I'm I saying. I definitely feel like we should just start doing. That's exactly like, what's what the I'm point saying. of me asking for equality? Nah. Ain't ain't no uh, whites only sign up. I'm 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 about to go sit here. I'm about to go do that. Yeah. Um, I think if we put in any error, that is our error for uh, asking for permission instead of asking for forgiveness. You know, so so it's that. Like, if if it's a call to anything, it's a call for the Black American. You know, I and, and it, it's 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 a fresh idea off the top of my head right now, but. Right now, we have the opportunity to define what the black American is. Like, before us, it's not, there's, there's nothing. Like you said, when we go outside of the country, we was born here, so we are that. We have a nationality, but then we have to... I have to, def I have to defend my nationality when I'm in my nation, and when I'm abroad, my nationality is predetermined. You know what I'm saying? So and that's that's weird. Like, yeah, that's not that's not that's not that's not probable. Like that's not a way it should be. Like there's yeah. no there's no reason in why um I should do that is true, yes. Go ahead, but you gonna handle it? I appreciate that. There's no there's no space in which I should think that there's no space in which I think that I should go cut the grass in your playroom. There's no space. Okay, well then, do whatever you can in your playroom. There's no space in which I should be able to 
I should have to defend my nationality within my nation, but I represent my nation outside of my nation. Mm. You know, that's that's the complexity of being black in America. Like, ultimately, it's something that is, it's a conversation. It, it, it really is a conversation because other people feel differently about it. Uh, but that's why I'm huge on, well, what is our code? Like, not, not, not necessarily that anybody else has had the opportunity to do this, but I feel like we may need the we may need the avenue just to sit down and talk about, well, what does this look like for us? What does the next hundred years look like for us in America? And then expand it from there, because if we get to some space where we can plan out what we, what is what is our intention? What is our plan? What are we what are we looking to do? Then it ultimately not only benefits us, but it benefits our kids. It benefits their kids, so on and so forth. You know, I I do think we're doing a better job than our great grandparents. Not saying our great grandparents didn't do good jobs. Most of our great grandparents, especially for people of of my age range, I take it from forty to twenty five. Our great grandparents were people who um, own homes, were married, um, owned property. You know what I'm saying? If not, may might have been business owners. Um, and while we definitely taken the pandemic time to um, see those opportunities and understand what they mean for um, generations to come, and we're definitely working on that. We're we're not only seeing that, but we're understanding that uh, our community efforts, like us keeping together, us doing it within the community is more important than actual, whatever you would measure as success. Um, we're not perfect. We understand we're not perfect. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so we not, we're not looking for perfection. We're looking to do better so our next generation can do better. And, and that's something I really do uh, respect and understand out of us. I ain't here to to hold tap and talk about what we not doing. I'm always trying to speak breath into what we are doing, understanding that we all understand that we want better than this, but we have to start somewhere. Like, yeah, no, but that's what that's what my call to action is. It's not it's not about what we're not doing. Mm -hmm. It's about what we what we should be doing. What the conversations in our homes the conversation with our friends like you know we see it from time to time it's a meme currently where it's like if your friends ain't talking about real estate and investing and so on and so forth you shouldn't have those friends right now because that is the direction that we're trending in that is what ultimately we all want but i think it's bigger i think it's greater if we not not necessarily force the issue but we just push that conversation constantly like we know this is we want better that is what we're aiming for and there's no way off of this trajectory no. that's 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 what we're aiming for at the end of the day uh if i had because i definitely want uh better for people of color and if you pay attention to any type of national information you know, the census statistics came back and it already determined that people of color grew at an exponential rate Where that we hasn't been seen. Um, black people are actually up to like 30, I think it said 35%. Jeez. 
And um, that's crazy yeah. compared to where they were margin mark like they were putting us at 13 13% yeah. Yeah, for the last life, time we that the that, that 13 so to know that we're really like 30 yeah yeah it's um it's, it's been a, a big thing and people that um who claim to be um singularly white has dropped at the highest rate that it has it has ever dropped um people who claim that they're of uh, multiple races have Gross. increased I mean, if we want to talk about that, which I did want to get into, all that's really gonna happen in that situation is, is the the dominant culture is going to start accepting um, people in to increase their their rate again. And, and this, but right, you remember, so, there so, are people who want to be a part of the dominant culture. There are but, definitely but a speak, lot of people on that. Like, yeah, there's that. But then there's one of statistical dominant culture, and then there's another of what the actual dominant culture is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely, we're definitely the cultural dominant culture. Like I don't, I don't look for any um, dominant culture influences to determine what I think is fashion, music, um, food. Uh, the things that make culture like yeah. I don't I don't look outside because I don't have to I'm I'm in the I'm in the dominant culture of culture creation of yeah so that's why it's like there's a I, I, I guess I would say there's a push against that that wording or that terminology because statistical compared to impact is different yeah because you don't have to be the largest in order to be the most impactful well I mean if there were times when um, southern states were uh, the majority of the population of those states were of the dominant influential culture, then, you know, I can't really trust the person that's counting to tell me the truth. I can I can trust this count because this count had to have been closer to the truth without skewed information, but I know the reaction to this count will lead to a broadening of what the dominant culture, the dominant uh, culture from a power perspective uh, is going to call who their people are because there are definitely people of certain ethnic groups that would, that would want to have that acceptance and I live in an anomaly situation, you live in an anomaly situation. Um, in Metro Atlanta, there is no point in me ever trying to or wanting to uh, fall in with the national power base because here the power base is the dominant influential culture. Yeah. So I don't I don't have to do that. I can I can go to a place that is part of the dominant influential culture and have a better time than if I try to go to what is the national dominant power. Luna, no, you're wrong. You hit Zion first. No, no, stop crying. You hit Zion and then he hit you back. He should have. Do not hit. Now go. Go play. 
But just to put the cherry on top of this, this nigga Kevin Durant can't be Captain America. You heard about um you heard about the, the book that's coming out about them boys, about the Brooklyn Nets team? Okay. A book? What? Yo, okay. So Who wrote a book about this this fast? Niggas is just trying to they're trying to be a part of something. Yeah. There's no yeah. reason to even write a book about this this like they yeah. gave they gave the writer a, a lot of access to him. They what didn't they didn't even win anything yet. In they way, haven't done anything to to deserve a book. If you write a book, write a book about the Golden State Warriors. Write a book mm-hmm. about like the the Miami Heat I in that in that era. Bias. But like but but what are you gonna do? What did you write a book about in this first season of the Nets being together? Well, he got the the juiciest detail to me, but it's not the juiciest detail. I'll give you the real, true, juiciest detail. The juiciest detail to me is Kevin Durant has a security guard, and he is chauffeured around, and um, obviously he has a roller because the NBA does not test for cannabis anymore or your THC levels. So whenever Kev feels like it, he goes to the truck. He hot bosses the truck, comes on back. Um, That's the, fire. The juiciest, That's fire. <laughs> the juiciest detail that he was able to obtain was the fact that the Nets, the team, the team pays for your side chick's room in hotels. So, yeah, 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 yeah.